For a moment he flew horizontally as if launched like a pepper aeroplane from the mountain top, and then an elegant swan dive carried him over the craggy stone face of the mountainside. There was no thrashing of limbs or clawing at air. He fell silently and gracefully until a sickening crack echoed through the valley as bone and flesh crunched and crumpled on a rocky outcrop. The impact bounced him into the air and flipped him in a perfect somersault, knocking the shoes from his feet. Then he continued his descent until he came into contact with the grassy slope near the bottom of the mountain, where he skidded and rolled before coming to a halt against a rock. His body lay on its back in an untidy heap, with arms and legs and shoulders and hips smashed and broken. The bones stuck out at impossible angles and blood pooled around him. He lay like that for almost three days. During that time, the vultures had a feast. There are several species of these birds in the mountains of the Pyrenees, and all had their fill of him. Rodents and insects had also taken their toll on the body, and, by the time he was discovered, he was unrecognizable. A hunter found him while walking with his dog, and, although he was used to seeing death, the sight of this man's ravaged face with black holes where his eyes should have been made him vomit. Jean-Luc still wore the suit that he'd carefully dressed in for his meeting three days before. It looked incongruous on him in his present condition and in these surroundings. His wallet was still in his pocket and his wedding ring was still on his finger. Nothing had been stolen. The alarm had been raised by his business partner when he failed to turn up for their meeting, but of course no one had searched for him in this place. This valley was outside of town and on the other side of the mountain from where he lived. He wasn't meant to be anywhere near to this place. His wife hadn't been overly concerned when he didn't return because he often went on drinking binges with his cronies, and he's disappeared for several days on other occasions. She was just pleased if he eventually came home sober because he had a foul temper and he was a very nasty drunk. Indeed, she knew how to make herself scarce when he was drunk, as more often than not she would feel the impact of a well-aimed punch or a kick. Drunk or sober, he lashed out with deadly accuracy and he was quick on his feet. When he was finally discovered, all the emergency services were called into action. The pompiers, who were firemen and trained paramedics, the police and the doctor, all arrived at the scene, and an ambulance was summoned to remove the body to the morgue. Everyone assumed he died as a result of his rapid descent from the mountain top and the subsequent impact on the ground below. But what they all wanted to know was whether his death was a tragic accident or suicide, or perhaps something darker and more sinister. 
And why was he in this place, so far from his home or from town? Many questions had to be answered, and being the most senior police officer in this area meant that I was the person who'd be asking the questions.